It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. For House of Cars. Monday, February 14th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Happy Valentine's Day, Shauna. Happy Valentine's Day to you. It's a day for the lovers. It is. Um, yeah. Are you and Cliff doing anything? I know it's kind of tough when you live far apart. No, we're not. Not having some sexy Skype date or anything? No. Do people use Skype anymore? I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, yeah, no, we're going to celebrate in a couple weeks when we see each other. Nice. Yeah, what about you? McKenna's working. Also, I don't believe in Valentine's Day. Right. So we're just going to spend a bit of time together on Wednesday, I think. Special Wednesday. Tomorrow is Phil Collins Day. So that's that's oh. the real celebration. Okay, that's tomorrow you celebrate Phil Collins Day. And I do love Phil Collins. Yeah. So There you go. Today on the show, we got to raid another piece of white girl decor. Another Fortune 500 business. We're going to talk about the person who does the PA announcing at the Flames Games. Talk a bit about the Super Bowl yesterday. Terry's favorite sport. Yeah. An etymology request from my kids. Something that, sh- a gadget that Shauna feels needs to exist. Mm-hmm. Saw a new kind of skullet. Uh, the restrictions exemption program ended last week. This was the first weekend without it and what we noticed. Yeah. About that. But first. V and S in 20 minutes or less. Emmanuel Macron, who's the, the president of France. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was visiting Russia this past week for a meeting with Vladimir Putin. And there was this photo going around of the two of them sitting at opposite ends of a huge table, like a giant table. And it turns out there was a reason for that beyond just like... Being weird. Russian opulence. And yep. Yeah, just like the grandness of it all. So Macron had refused a COVID test when he got to Russia. Oh. Because he didn't want Russia getting his hands or their hands on his DNA. Okay. So that's why they were keeping such distance between them because Macron wouldn't submit to this test. Okay. So they were... Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I guess there was security concerns over Russia having the president of France's DNA. Hilarious. All right. And I like... I understand wanting to be careful in a situation like like when you're dealing with a country like Russia, but it kind of seems impossible to contain all of his DNA throughout the entire visit. Does it not? Yeah. I mean, I suppose, you know, submitting it willingly like that to go to a lab is one thing versus just the odd DNA being around. But but I mean, yeah. if you were that worried, it's true. Someone would have to scurry in and, and take away, like, bag all of his dinnerware and glassware yeah. and take it out of the country and destroy it. Or is he just in a giant bubble, like a <laughs> bubble boy walking around like, oh, no, he can't come out of that bubble. No. One of those balls that you right? can't. Like, like hamster balls. balls for humans. That Yeah, that's the it's only. Great to be here in your country. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, can you can you hear me from inside there? Or? Like, and are they vacuuming up after him to make sure he didn't leave any hairs when he was sitting or like, what about when he goes to the bathroom yeah just picture a bunch of minions he, carrying him around like can't even touch anything there just weird president mcron poop in this bag yeah <laughs> we can't we can't we leave can't anything keep this in russia here. that's coming back with us okay mm-hmm. bns in 20 minutes or less i went out for lunch on friday and it's the same place that i've gone every friday for on and off for the past six weeks probably mm-hmm. and normally it's pretty quiet when we go because it's lunchtime and whatever and it was absolutely packed on friday Normally, it's like us and one other group of people, and that's it normally. And then this time, there was not a table. It was absolutely packed. What was different? I don't know. I have a friend who worked there, and I was asking. I was like, what is going on here? Like, this is crazy. And he said that it's been like that since the rep program was lifted. I was going to ask, because I saw some comments online this weekend, too, saying that, like, food courts were slammed, restaurants were slammed. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah. And I was I was kind of confused though because I was like, so does that mean that that was all unvaccinated people then? Well, that's or, what I'm wondering too. Like, is this you know months and months of unvaccinated people like itching to get out and right? they weren't able to? But I mean, they're if you look at the statistics, there really aren't that many unvaccinated people around here. I know. So, and then I was like, well, is it then just like people who were staying home in solidarity with? I wondered the that program, too. You know, maybe people who didn't agree with it, and they're like, okay, now it's left, so we'll go out. Vaccinated people who didn't want to show their yeah. their proof. Yeah. Could be some of those. I also wondered if maybe it was people who just weren't comfortable going out and now that they see restrictions starting to ease are like, okay, well, maybe I can go back out. But then I was thinking if that's the case, like if you know that there's a lot of people or some people who aren't vaccinated who can now go out, would you not be more concerned? Mm, Good point. Yeah. I I wonder if it's a little of column A, a little of column B, a little of column C. Yeah. It's uh, I I just I was blown away because it it wasn't just a small amount of people more. It was slammed in comparison to no one being there. And it wasn't a big event or a party or anything like that. It was just a bunch of individual people out. And another friend who works at another bar said it's the same for them since the restrictions have been lifted or the the rep program. So I don't know. I just yeah, I was was fascinated by it. I I wonder. I guess we'll we'll know a little better if it tapers off in the coming weekends. Mm -hmm. Right. Because. I don't, I don't know, maybe people are just more comfortable going out and then it would stay busy, wouldn't it? But if it was just like an explosion of patronage this past weekend, yeah, then maybe that is like people with, you know, entertainment money burning a hole in their pockets because yeah. they haven't been allowed out. And they won't have unlimited amounts of money. So eventually, yeah, it'll go back down. But I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure it's great for these businesses. Absolutely. Yeah, it's great. For, they they said they've been slammed. So great. And even like not even ha- not having to enforce that. I'm sure that the staff welcomes that as well oh, right not having to ask for people's proof and yep. just because it was just one more thing on people who are already working hard so absolutely bns in 20 minutes or less i saw a new type of scarlet on the weekend oh yeah it was dyed pink it was a pink scarlet it was a pink scarlet and oh, i can't God. i can't say i've ever seen a scarlet with any artificial cover coloring before i know i mean the most common color of a scarlet is gray or white or white yeah gray or white sometimes you'll see someone who's retained their natural hair color they've mm-hmm. still got a bit of like blonde or brown i've never seen a redhead scarlet nope that would be exciting I think the the pigment of red hair goes faster, whereas blonde stays a little longer. That's why it kind of goes blonde oh. next, and then, yeah. So it would have to be quite a young and supple scarlet for it to still be red. Yeah, yeah. Okay, didn't know that. There you go. Didn't mm-hmm. know that, but I've never seen pink. Oh, that is beautiful. Did you take a photo? Or? Well, it was weird, because I was driving. The scarlet was walking down the street, yeah. and I was coming up behind it. And at first, I was like, man, there's something wrong with that guy's neck. And then when I got closer, because I thought it was part of his like skin, right? It was a white dude, right? Yeah. And then as I got closer, it's like, no, that is a pink skull. Oh my <sighs> god! Yeah, yeah, what's like? Why do you dye it pink? I wonder. Why? Well, it's a great question. Or? Yeah, was it like? Was it for breast cancer? Was it yeah. for Valentine's Day? Maybe some lucky person taking a twirl on that thing tonight. Oh, yeah, is that Go what it a- is? He's like, hey, I'm gonna show my old lady what I got for you. <laughs> This pink scullet, okay? Come take like, a ride on the pink skull banger. She was like, hey, why don't you dye that thing? Like, you know, why don't you just... Uh, and he goes for pink. Oh, I'll show you. I'll get you a, white, a pink one. BNS in 20 minutes or less. Here's a million dollar idea I thought of recently, Beckler. Putting a flashlight on watches. Like whether it's a Fitbit or an Apple Watch or a regular watch. How do they not have flashlights? 
Especially yeah, like, like the old watches used to have Indiglo, but it wasn't bright enough to really illuminate anything. No, but then you think about it, and a lot of people wear their watches overnight, especially like the Fitbits and stuff, because they track your sleep. And I was like, how do you not have a flashlight function so that when you get up in the middle of the night and you have to pee, you don't then just flick on the little flashlight and then you can guide your way? Yeah, and it wouldn't be difficult to do. No, I mean my boys both have like kids versions of smart watches i think they're made by vtech yeah and they have flashlights on them oh so there's a it's funny that that company thought of it well i'm sure i'm sure it was thought of by like apple and fitbit and that but why they didn't see the the need for it because you're right it'd be it'd be nice do you know how many stub toes this would prevent (laughs) like i actually got thinking about this recently about even in the good old days you know when before there was electricity and stuff and it was there was no light pollution at all. Imagine how dark it would be in the middle of the night when you woke up and you had to pee. Yeah, if you did, if, oh yes, yeah, so maybe if you had a candle going. Yeah. You could, but then if not, you're fumbling with That's it. something like, to light it. No one wants to light a candle. You know how it is when you do have to pee in the middle of the night. You don't want to wake yourself up further, and you're far too lazy <laughs> to then have to go and light your candle. So I can only imagine the amount of stub oh, toes. Man. Oh, back then, everybody's toes were probably broken and black and bandaged. And just like, oh, God's body, <laughs> quivering codpiece, <laughs> Jupiter's <laughs> that hurt. Swaddling shit socks. and S in 20 minutes or less. Several people messaged and said that the Apple Watch does have this feature. Yeah, so it's not an actual flashlight, but I guess it, there's a feature that turns up your screen brighter so that it can be used kind of to shed more light. Okay. Which I was like, okay, I, yes, that's good, but it's still like not quite the same as having a, just a, a little light like how your phone has in the back, right? Like and the flashlights on the iPhones are pretty bright. They're great. Yeah, and like it just, yeah, the, I mean, the screen's fine, and I've done that before even, right, where you just kind of click on your screen because it's better than no light, but yep. it's not all that effective when you could think you could just have a little tiny light at the front there. Pre-smartphone, that's how we used to do it. You'd open your flip phone, yeah. and you would use the light of the screen to like right? figure out which key you needed to open your door. Or... Yep. Yeah. So so this is just, I mean, I, that's good. I'm glad that they have it. I still think that it would be super easy for them just to put a little light on, though, that would be a little more effective as a true flashlight, you know? Uh, bedpans. They used bedpans. Oh, that's right. They didn't get up to pee. They just pissed off the side of the bed into a pot. Well. And then they threw it out the window in the morning. I did think of that, but even the bedpans, like, you don't want to step in the bedpan. So a little bit of light is needed, you know, like... Unless they just didn't care and just pissed on the floor. They're like, ah, maybe the bedpan's close-ish to this, but... Like, even the the chamber pots you hide under your bed and you have to go and find them under there and pull them out and use them, right? That's true. (laughs) Man, you think about how much, like, how bad you don't want to get up to piss in the middle of the night now? Oh, Back then must have sucked so much. You just pissed into some kitchenware. (laughs) And then that was... And then if you were in the wrong place at the wrong time, you got it, like, someone just threw it up the window onto your head. Because you're... As you're walking to work at the butcher shop or the... <laughs> at the old mill? Yeah, you're... The old mill where you're probably going to stub your toe for real and then die. <laughs> and they'd look at your toe that was stubbed and they'd be like, well, that's the end for you. Yeah. Yep. I wonder if people walk down the middle of the street to avoid getting splashed, now that you say that. Well, in the streets were just, uh, like, when you look at the like the Western movies and stuff, and they're all, it's all mud. Straight mud. 90% of that is just horse shit. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God, man. 
you're just wading through shit day and night. And like so, the floors in every place must have been absolutely filthy. And if you had a cut in your toe because you again you didn't have any flashlights in the middle uh, of the night and then you're wandering yeah. and shitting it and then it's getting infected. Miserable oh. time. Miserable time. Terrible yeah. time. Yeah. How bad did everything <laughs> smell too? Like oh. Yeah, couldn't have been great. <laughs> it feels pretty good to live in 2022, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Exactly. Well, thanks for the uh, indirect uplift there. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. V and S in 20 minutes or less. You love your car. Your payments, on the other hand, not so much love there. House of Cars can help you get that vehicle payment under control. When you refinance your auto loan with House of Cars, you can enjoy lower interest, lower payments, and have a little more money in your pocket. You love your car. Guess what? You can love your payment, too, with some help from House of Cars. Find out more about refinancing your vehicle at houseofcarscalgary.com. BNS in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. I have several etymology requests for you this week, Shauna, if you're up for it. Okay. These are based on questions my boys asked me on the weekend. And right. I was like, rather than me look this up, why don't I ask our resident etymologist, Shauna? Okay. So I can sprinkle these throughout the week if you like. The first, uh, Bo and I were talking about mammals. I don't remember why. Yep. And I don't know if this is one of those things that everybody knows or that most people like haven't stopped to think about, but the term mammal comes from mammaries, right? Yeah, Mammary. I've never really stopped to think about that before, but yeah. I was wondering if that's something that like everybody knows or... You just never really think about it. But that's it makes the sense. crazy thing about etymology. Mammals nurse their young, hence yeah. the term mammaries. But then Brigham asked, what about mammoths? Mm. And I was like, good question. I don't know if there's any relation between mammoth, mammal, mammary. Is there? So I looked into it, and it doesn't appear so, no. Um, but the word mammoth, it's actually a little bit cloudy. It was first used in Europe during the early 17th century when referring to tusks discovered in Siberia. And uh, they were mostly found in riverbanks. It was fairly common. It's funny, though. There was a lot of folklore surrounding mammoths back then. When tusks would be discovered, there was one belief that the mammoth was a kind of water spirit. Okay. And then there was also a belief that the mammoth was a creature that lived underground and it would burrow tunnels as it went, and it would die if it accidentally came to the surface. So when they found oh. these tusks, they were like, oh, it, yeah, it got Man, to the surface and died. I had never stopped to think about what like, early peoples around here would have thought of the things that they found in the ground. I know. Like, yeah, if, without the science to recreate whatever this was that you had found, like you found a, a, this giant tusk, and you're like, what the hell was this? Yeah. I guess maybe in some places there were still mammoths around, but what about even dinosaur bones? I know. What about people 10,000 years ago who uncovered dinosaur bones around here and were just like, oh, this doesn't look, <laughs> this doesn't look like anything I know. You just kind of piece together in your brain wow. what you think happened and that would be it. Uh, but those horns that were common in Siberia, they were called mammon's horns back then. And the word mammon, again, a bit cloudy where that comes from, but it could come from some obsolete Russian and even earlier than that, which means earth horn. That's what one potential option is. Or another origin of the word could mean earth stag. Okay. And that would be the literal translation of what mammon or mammoth eventually became. And that's where they maybe think it came from. But again, a bit cloudy. Very cool. So, either yeah. way. Earth stag but is kind of badass. Doesn't really have anything to do with mammals. Nothing to do with or mammals mammaries. or mammaries. Okay. No. Mm -mm. So I was going to say, would it be fair to refer to a pair of giant jets as mammoth mammaries? I mean. You still could, I guess. You still could. <laughs> yeah. It still works. So, yeah. with Shauna. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Friend of the show, Kate, told us she saw Terry bowling over the weekend. And she actually wanted us to send a picture of Terry to show her friends because she's like, oh, yeah, there was a Terry beside us for sure. But got me thinking, 
Would bowling be Terry's sport? Oh, it'd be up there. Like, when you think about it, a mullet and a bowling shirt go together like bread and butter. You know what I mean? Like yeah, and it, you could smoke before. Yes. Not not anymore, obviously, but you could smoke quite heavily while bowling. And that's what I was you thinking. You drink. Right? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of, like, sports that Terry participates in. It's got to be up there. I'd say bowling is maybe the national sport of 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 the Terry Nation. Okay, uh, good. But the national winter sport is probably curling. Yes. Well, that's what Terry I was thinking. He loves curling. He does love curling. And again, like he loves watching hockey, but he doesn't play no, he hockey. Doesn't, not anymore. He was he was good when he was younger. Probably could have made the NHL if he yeah. didn't blow his knee. Exactly. He's got a few bum knees now. So. Yeah, and he was tough. He was scrappy. Yeah, having to bend but, down like that now, not as, whereas bowling, you know, you can you can do even if you have some injuries and some absolutely. Same lingering with curling, knee right? pain. Same with curling. So, mm-hmm. Okay, good. I'm glad. It's funny because I was I was thinking about this too. There's there's a bowling alley in Brampton that still reeks of dart. Like and I'm I'm certain that the people who own that bowling alley still smoke in it. And I maybe it's after hours, maybe when they're cleaning up or whatever, but when you go down there, it smells of freshly lit dart. And I'm like, someone down here is still smoking. Have you ever been in a place that's after hours smoking? No. No, I I'm sure I have. I I recall sitting in a bar somewhere after it had closed and, and like everyone was smoking. Sorry, so, so like illegally. Yeah. Yes, I yes. have. You're okay. right. Yep. Uh now that where was that? I'm not going to call <laughs> them out for it anyway, but the two people who run this bowling alley are, are classic Terry's as well. So I'm sure it's a, In fact, one of them has a yellowing beard from how much they smoke. Oh, yeah. And I was killing myself because I was like, well, I mean, that's pretty obvious because it reeks of dart down here. And then you're like, who's the culprit of the darts? What's and then, the guy with the yellow beard and the probably bad... Probably old yellow beard over there. And the bad finger. You right? got those yellow like, stained fingers. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're not You're not being discreet. Everybody knows. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Did you watch any of the Super Bowl, Shauna? I did, yeah. You did? Mm-hmm. I only caught part of the halftime show because McKenna was re-watching it after. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that seemed awesome. Yeah, it was great. It seemed really cool. It was, I I would say probably the best halftime show. Really? To be fair, like I haven't, you know, I haven't gone back and studied them all and compared, but uh, it was it was definitely up there. It was... I don't know. In the 70s, they had Up With People many years. Oh, see? And- the- <laughs> I mean, that one definitely was. Okay, so then this yes. is second best yeah, to, to all of the years of Up With People for <laughs> sure. But the collaboration, it was awesome. Like, it was just having a bunch of different artists like that and the collaboration thing, I think is genius. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. It sounds like the game was entertaining. Yeah, really tight game. I uh, didn't watch any of it. I, um, I'll be honest with you. I am not a fan of the Super Bowl. We've talked about this before. You're not a fan of the NFL as a whole. Well, yeah, but I'm not. That's fine. People can enjoy it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm a CFL fan. Other people are NFL fans. That's great. Enjoy what you want to enjoy. But I don't like the expectation that I watch the Super Bowl. Mm, I see. You know, like I've watched no NFL football all year, and then people just assume that you will be watching the Super Bowl too. People will say like. Well, what are you doing for the Super Bowl? Where are you watching? Who do you think is good? I'm like, I don't, I, I'm not. Yeah. You know, I've, mm-hmm. it's just such a huge cultural thing that like the expectation is that you participate in it. Yeah. I and mean, it, a lot of people do it even if they don't care about the game, just for the excuse to have some drinks and get yeah. together with friends. And there's lots of things like that, right? Where it's not really about the game or the, the event per se. It's just an excuse to get together and have some drinks. So. Anything quite like the Super Bowl, though? Hmm. Not that I can think of. No, I can't either. Like, you might as well ask me what I'm doing for Nathan's hot dog eating contest at Coney Island. Like, 
So you, what are you doing for the hot dog eating contest? Who are you, who are you picking to win? You think Joey Chestnut's got it again this year? To be fair, because you're one of the few that doesn't celebrate the Super Bowl, people are just asking as a nice discussion yeah. because most people are doing something for it. So you, you know, can't be mad at them for that. That one would make even, that would even make more sense to ask me about hot dog eating because I will have eaten a hot dog in the previous year. I've watched zero minutes of NFL football. Fair. Zero. So but why how many people start, know that? Well, I don't so, know, but that's what I say. It's just an assumption. It's yeah. an assumption that it's just so big. It's just like, oh, you must okay, be doing so something for it. Nobody ask Beckler about the Super Bowl because he'll get angry about I don't. it. Okay? <laughs> don't I don't, well, it's don't even ask like him. In this line of work, too, like you're expected to watch it, expected to talk about it. And I was mm-hmm. like, I mean, if you're an NFL fan, yeah. obviously, yeah, you're going to watch the... But why would I start watching football just at the end of the year? Nobody's making you. Start? You no. don't have to. No? I don't like the cultural pressure. Okay. I don't like the societal pressure. I also don't like drinking I'm on Sundays. I mm. don't like drinking on Sundays because then it sets you back for the whole week. People say, what are you doing for the Super Bowl? I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm getting my affairs in order for the upcoming week. Same as I do getting every angry Sunday. for you for asking. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Apparently there was somebody filling in for Beasley as the PA announcer at the Flames game on the weekend. Oh, really? And uh, he was announcing all the goals using players' nicknames. That'd be a tough job to fill in for, I it think. It really would. Because, yeah. I mean, the, the PA voice is kind of part of the of the whole experience of being at a game, especially if you go to a lot of games and yeah. then you're like, wait a second. This is wrong. This isn't the right this voice. This doesn't feel right. No, that would be a that'd be a tough fill-in gig. And you said he was using nicknames? He was using nicknames. Oh, wow. So he's getting real creative with it. Which I was thinking, <laughs> I was like, well, if you are, instead of trying to imitate because people know you're not the new guy, yeah. maybe this is the way to stand apart. So he was saying like... Chucky from Bax is kind of how he was announcing goals, just using all those nicknames. Putting his own flair on it. Putting his own little stank on it. I like that. Um, <laughs> pretty funny. Also, I was thinking, what a great way to expose how awful the nicknames in hockey truly are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just tack a Y or an SY on the end of that thing and away you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, great in theory, but then all of a sudden everybody's listening like, are, is this the best we've got for <laughs> hockey nicknames? Really? Give it a try, Shauna. I always love your PA voice. <laughs> Goal scored by number 23, Monty, assisted by Johnny and Baxi. <laughs> Oh, he's so good. So good. Yeah. Flames goal by number 13, Johnny Goody. Yours sounds a lot more realistic than mine. It's a yep. fun voice to do. It is. Give me one more. Goal scored by Chucky to Pity from Chili to Baxi from Lindy to Monty with Johnny at the netty with the puggy from Marky. Okay. Boo. BNS in 20 minutes or less. Got a message from a friend of the show, Carrie. I'm actually wearing a shirt that Carrie bought me right now. Oh, yeah. Come to think of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a picture. She asked us to apply a rating on our white girl scale. Yes. Because we do rate white girl sayings. We do. And decor. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many homemade bath bombs out of 10 does this one get? And it's a screenshot from Amazon of these like custom toilet seats you can buy. And specifically this one that has attached to it big wooden block letters that say home. Which, it's that farmhouse rustic, and it's just home. Why in the hell do you want that on your toilet seat? I, I don't like know. Of, like, of all the places, I mean, home, I, I've seen around many places. Why on your toilet seat? Don't know. Do you it want would, it to say home? It would also render the toilet seat useless for sitting on once it's closed. Yes. Like, I, I put the toilet seat down and sit on there when, I, when the boys are in the bath. And That's because it's heavy to lift up and awkward, then you're going to have, like, a, an extra little bump when you... It wouldn't open properly, no, I don't What think. is... But it's Why? Just, the, the, the letters have to be two or three inches thick. I know. They're huge. It's massive. It's home. Like, small children would not be able to open the toilet seat. 
I don't understand. I'd be afraid to see that the house that this ends up in because yeah. when it comes to putting up white girl decor, you don't start with the toilet seat. You sure don't. That means that this person has run out of real estate on the walls and now they're putting this stuff on the toilet seat. Also, like, the toilet is home to who? Your well, goldfish? Yeah, like, yeah. Wait, I, if I see Whatever home on the toilet to. seat, I'll be like, oh, this is weird. Like, oh, looking up. What, okay. Whatever you choose to What's deposit there? there, I suppose. Odd. So. Odd choice. <laughs> Very odd. How many homemade bath bombs out of 10, Shauna? I'm going to give this one nine homemade yeah. bath bombs of the 10. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. B and S in 20 minutes or less. I saw a pun business name that I would like to add to our list of Fortune 500 companies if I could. Please, local businesses with great puns in their name. Yes. Uh, and it was on the side of a truck, and I, I, I think it counts, but it was a truck that said, The Mad Hatter Clatter. Okay. So he's a clatter, and his last name is Hatter. So he's the Mad Hatter Clatter. Of course, you, Mad Hatter, as you understand from... How do you know that Hatter is his last name? So I don't, and that's the thing, but I think it must be. I was thinking about this, and I did try to kind of Google and search and creep him out a little bit, and I couldn't find it, but I think that it would be, and that's why, because it was all Mad with two Ds, Hatter with two Ds, Clatter. Mm. But again, because I can't verify 100%. It would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And And I mean, if that's the case, then it's... I think I love it. I agree. Yeah. If that if that is the dude's last name, yep. that's a great pun. And the double D's all the way down, just Mad Hatter Clatter. Ooh, it yeah. almost makes you wonder if he got into cladding because of, because his, of his last name. And then he just sat down and he's like, I'm going to start my own business and we're going to come up with a name <laughs> it's that's not even good what, for this. Okay? It's not even what he wanted to do, but nope. the pun was so good that he had to. Guys, I've, I've got the pun <laughs> and now I know what I'm doing for a living. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.